0: Alright, so since you guys are asking, since I apparently have all of this knowledge about dating and relationships, which I don't know where that's coming from. But I want to talk to you guys about the first crush that I ever had and my first kiss, which is even funnier because I, (laughs) I just... You know, those, you know, when you first see something or when you first come in contact with something and you're just trying to interpret it and you're just trying to process the whole situation of what's going on. Like, I think about how I used to think that because my first crush didn't like me back or stopped liking me back, you'll understand what I mean when I explain. But when they stopped liking me back, I thought it was the worst feeling in the world. I was like, yo. Like, this is the worst day of my life. I remember writing in my diary and everything. I was like, this is the worst day of my life, blah, blah, blah. I'm never going to get over this. And then the same thing with my first kiss because I eventually ended up, well, I, I liked him and then things continued on and he chased after another girl. But again, that's another story. I'll explain that. Like, all of these things where I first experienced it, I was like, oh, this is the worst feeling ever. And now I'm talking about it on the Chiyona podcast and I'm laughing about it. And I'm like, yo, these dudes that I'm talking about over here, like I have no idea what they're up to nowadays. Well, kind of, sort of, not really. Uh, Like (laughs) it makes me laugh. So like changing the tune or changing the way that you look at things is really important when you experience something. Like, for example, I know somebody that's listening right now. It's probably dealing with a really crappy situation, and it's like, oh, yo, like I hate my life. This is the worst thing ever, blah, 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 blah. But I can guarantee you, in 10 years, 20 years, maybe even like five years, or something even as little as a year from now, you are going to laugh about it. Or you're going to look back and be like, yo, what was I thinking, dog? I have asked people this question before when was your first crush, or when did you have your first crush? a lot of them are like kindergarten grade two grade three and i was just like okay well then clearly i was very late to the game when it comes to those types of feelings or romantic feelings for somebody because my first crush you guys get this was in grade six okay and i'll explain it to you in as little but as much detail as i possibly can if that makes any sense let's call him hazel okay so hazel was like one of the popular kids I guess you could say because like everybody knew who he was but he was kind of a jerk like I'm not gonna lie he was kind of a jerk I don't know how he is now I hope he's doing good in life and everything like that and I'm sure he is so anyways he was kind of a jerk to people like if he didn't like you he was very very mean and would say very mean things and had a very colorful vocabulary let's just say that but anyways for some reason and i think this is where sarah sodizi had learned that guys who are jerks are just are just you know you just gravitate towards them for some reason because i had the hugest crush on him and i didn't really understand the feelings i was feeling because like i to me at the time like i just really i wanted to always sit beside him in class because he was in the same class as me I always wanted to sit beside him in class or if there was like an activity we had to do, I always wanted to be in the same group as him so that we could flirt with each other. And it was just, it was just funny because like I'd never experienced that before. So all of it was really, really new. But from what I knew, he was pretty experienced. Okay. I don't know if that was just hearsay or if it was actually true, but to my understanding, he was pretty he was pretty, uh, you know, well versed in the art of girls, okay? So, I I have it in my diary when I would write. Like I still have my diary from like grade 5 and onwards, and I had written that I liked him so much and that he was so great and he was so sweet to me and, you know, like I just again, you never when you when you're first experiencing these feelings, it's very euphoric and you're just like over the moon and any little thing that the person does is just like it's like breaking freaking news you know so anyways time goes by and then you know things keep things keep progressing between us where we keep flirting with each other and then eventually one friend says to another oh like my friend has a crush on your friend you know like that elementary school type type of gossip anyway so eventually gets back to him that he that i had a crush on him and in retrospect i think it was kind of one of those, I feel sorry for you, so I'm going to like you back type of deals. I laugh about it now, but obviously back then it was really, it was really difficult because like I had never experienced that before. So I had I heard from one of his friends, you know, like he likes you back, blah, 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 okay? And so I was just like overjoyed. I was like, oh my gosh, he likes me, blah, blah, blah and this is how this is how far my crush on hazel had extended okay my crush on on, on hazel had gone so far to the point where i joined an after school ho- floor hockey league this will probably give away who it is but i joined an an after school floor hockey league okay i knew nothing about hockey okay i live in canada but that does not necessarily mean that i am the world's largest hockey fan okay i think there's that there's that misconception here that like everybody in Canada loves hockey. No, 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 no. Let's get one thing straight. I am a basketball fan. We the North for the rest of my life, okay? But hockey, I don't really care for it. But, but, because Hazel was involved in that after-school program, I was like, "heck yeah, sign me up, please!" And I will never forget one of his teammates did a slap shot and hit my wrist. And my wrist had swollen up like crazy. But I thought it was all worth it because I got to spend time with Hazel. Was I insane? And am I still insane? Of course I am. Anyways, so unfortunately, as we all know, these little puppy dog and like cutesy little crushes, they don't last, okay? And his did not last. (laughs) His did not last at all. And I'll tell you the funniest way, or like the, 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 the funniest part about how this all went down, okay? And this is how you know this is like pr- prime and peak elementary school. So <laughs> so it was his birthday the day before and I had sent him a message on MSN saying happy birthday, I can't wait to see you, blah 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 because it was on a weekend. And yeah, and so I was like I can't wait to see you, blah 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 like it would be so nice to see you and have me say happy birthday in person, whatever, whatever. I don't remember the full extent of the message, but that's basically the premise of it. Anyways, next day of school comes, okay? And this is like at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we would always go outside. If, it was, if weather permits, we would go outside and we would play a game outside with my, with my class. And so we went and played soccer baseball, which to my understanding, to my American friends, it's called kickball. But I mean, like, really? Soccer baseball sounds so much more cool. Anyways, we were playing that, okay? And it was my turn. It was almost my turn to bat, okay? And, (laughs) oh, man. Okay, so one of his really good friends, Hazel's, one of Hazel's really good friends, was standing next to me when I was getting ready to bat, And he said to me, hey, Sarah, do you think I could talk to you about something? And I said, okay, sure. Like, whatever. Like, I'm about to bat, but whatever. Make it quick. His friend tells me, like, walks up to me and says, hey, listen, Hazel wanted me to tell you that he doesn't really like you anymore. So, like, you know, if you could just, like, leave him alone or whatever. I don't remember what exactly he said, but I do know that he said that Hazel doesn't like you like that anymore and like my whole world my whole little grade six world just collapsed right before my eyes i swear straight out of a movie guys like i was so upset and because it was my turn to bat because i had all this built up rage and sadness and all kinds of emotions inside me at the time i kicked that ball so hard and so far across the field and i didn't even and and i didn't even run to the bases i walked that's how far i kicked the ball i walked to the bases okay and everybody in my class was just like oh like they could see and tell on the look of my face i was on the verge of tears and again just thinking about it now like i've always had a very strong personality where i feel things very hard but i think that was like the first instance where i had really just like had something completely foreign to me happen where somebody was like no like I don't like you like that anymore and like that just like hit me like a ton of bricks and I was out here like trashing him on my MySpace page and telling all my friends to never talk to him again and all kinds of craziness but yeah that was my first crush and soon after I would have more crushes after that but I mean like you know kids in elementary school this is how, this is how i dealt with things and this is how i still sometimes will deal with things <laughs> all right so this story makes me laugh because <laughs> like i don't know what it is but when I see my parents kiss each other, it's normal because it's like whatever, like they're married and that's fine, right? So that's the only real time that I'd ever been exposed to something like that. Don't get me wrong, my parents are super affectionate towards me. And in Latin American culture, it's very common for us to kiss our family members. So that's, that's fine, like it's whatever. But that concept of kissing a boy on the lips, to me, was the most foul thing in the world for a very long time. It was so disgusting to me. And when I heard about my girlfriends or, like, just my friends in general that were, like, kissing boys or kissing girls and stuff like that, I was like, dude, like, what the heck? Like, that's nasty. Until I went to grade 7. So, the key takeaway from here is, guys, what is it? What is it with us... And being attracted to the players and the jerk faces. Because these two, so Hazel in my previous story, and now let's name this kid, I don't even know, let's name him Arnold, okay? So Hazel and Arnold, both jerk faces, okay? When we were growing up, both jerk faces. I don't know if they're still jerk faces, and I hope that they're not, but for the purposes of both of these stories, they were both jerk faces, okay? So I don't know what it is though. Like we are so attracted to jerk faces. And I need it to stop. I need it to stop because because of stories like this. Like I was a whole clown in grade seven. So, anyways, I moved to my middle school in grade seven. I didn't know anybody because all of my friends from grade six they went to what was going to be my high school. So my high school is a little weird. It's From grade 7 to grade 12. I don't know what the heck a grade 7 is going to be doing with a grade 12. Like, do you see the disconnect there? It doesn't make any sense to me either. But anyways, most of my friends from grade 6, they went to that school. And I, for some reason, my parents listened to my neighbors. And my neighbors said, oh, my daughters are at this school. And it's a really good school. You should enroll your daughter in it. Because my brother and sister, they were already too old to be in middle school with me. So, They were like, oh, well, you know, let's just use the last one that we have and put her as the test subject to see if that school's any good. And I'm here to tell you that that school ruined my life. But that's for another podcast. I'm strictly going to be talking about my first kiss. I ended up coming to this school not knowing anybody. And on the first day, I started making a couple of friends because... I guess everybody kind of already knew each other because most of them had grown up with each other within elementary school because it was also technically an elementary school. So most of them had classes together or had had classes together. And so they all knew each other, but they didn't know who I was. So when I was introduced in class, like a lot of the girls that came up to me and were like, oh my gosh, we should be friends. Let's, Let's hang out during recess and everything like that. So I was like, okay. Like Since I didn't really have any friends, I was like, okay, sure. And this is when, again, I was starting to get exposed to the world of being, I guess, at that time, like the 2000s. This was in what, 2006, 2007. So this was the exposure for me of being or what it meant to be a cisgendered female or what we call today a cisgendered female. So like wearing bras and putting on makeup and doing your hair and looking pretty and things like that. And as a result, I felt very insecure in that because I was just very much used to wearing, you know, my Lakers jersey or, you know, wearing basketball shorts and, and not worrying about what other people thought about me. But this was at a crucial moment in my life when I became so unbelievably self-conscious. And given that grade six is when is the prime time of when I barely started to have crushes on boys, grade seven was when it went like it skyrocketed and when I met Arnold Arnold was in my grade 7 class and he was a player I'm just gonna say it point blank period he was a player he would talk to multiple girls and he would flirt with all the girls in our class and that was that but for some reason I was so into him because he would sweet talk me and say like you look really pretty take care of yourself oh you you are the prettiest girl in our class, blah, blah, blah. He would say crap like that. But I can guarantee you he was probably saying that to like five other girls. Anyways, I remember at recess, we were all outside. So myself, my girlfriends, we were all outside. And then Arnold and his friends, we all mingled with one another because we were all in the same classes together. And so we were talking and, and hanging out. And then suddenly somebody proposed that we should play Truth or Dare. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, do kids even do that anymore? I don't even know. So I was like, no, like, it's okay. Like, because I was one of those kids. Again, I was hella self-conscious at that time. So I was one of those kids that would always pick truth. I would never pick dare. Now, pff, I don't even care. Dare me, dare me. I dare you to dare me, bro. I will do it. Anyways, I didn't want to participate because I was like, no, I'm not having no part in this. Not having me do anything stupid in front of everybody. Because at that time, like, people would roast you for the dumbest things. And so... I remember I was sitting with my best guy friend at the time and we were just talking about something. And then one of our girlfriends came up to us and said, hey, Sarah, can I tell you something? And I was like, "Okay, sure. And then (laughs) she was like, Arnold has a huge crush on you, you know? And I was like, what? Really? I have a crush on him, too. And she was like, really? So she went and told him. And he, I guess, was like his ego had been inflated by a million percent. And so he came up to me and my best guy friend was egging us on to kiss each other. But I had no idea how to do that. And I did not want to admit that in front of everybody because everybody was watching. I remember it was during the winter time because we were wearing our winter coats and there was snow on the ground. And like I'm closing my eyes as I'm recalling this. <laughs> it looks so weird. But it was winter time, and we were behind like this giant tree that was in the schoolyard and so my best guy friend was like yo you should just do it just kiss him bro and I was like like I said to him I was just like yeah I mean maybe but I don't know (laughs) he like I was just trying so hard to avoid it because I was a grossed out by that and b I had zero experience but Arnold on the other hand just like Hazel just like Hazel very much had his fair share of experience I'm sure of it because, this always makes me laugh, because when we were standing behind the tree, he leans in, and I'm just standing there with my eyes open, and he's trying to kiss me, and I'm just like, <laughs> I just, I can't even recall it, because you guys can't see my face, but like, my lips were were like kind of like pushed out a little bit and I, I I had my eyes open and he tried to use tongue what kind of kid in grade seven let's pause for a minute in grade seven so you're like what 12 13 max what kind of <laughs> what kind of grade seven kid knows how to kiss with tongue already I'm sorry like but I was so disturbed because I was like people kiss with their tongues like I thought it was just crazy I thought it was crazy so then I pulled back and that's when I was trying to process what had just happened so I was like okay like I kind of just took it in and then I walked away with my friends and my friends were all laughing with me and I was giggling and then Arnold and his friends were laughing it was like really stupid so then as time progressed obviously Arnold and I would talk every day on MSN and we would message each other on Facebook because Facebook had just been developed and everybody was getting a Facebook account in grade seven like that was like your thing and so we would message each other on Facebook and we would poke each other on Facebook remember when that was a thing poke each other on Facebook and it was la di happy sunshine rainbows whatever and then I started hearing that I should have known here's what it is like, I should have known Arnold was talking to multiple girls on the side. Like I thought, and this was like this is the at a time where you were quote unquote dating somebody if you did things like that. Like if you kiss them, like you're automatically dating or together. I don't know. It doesn't make sense anymore now. But so I had found out that he was talking to other girls, and specifically this one girl in our in a grade that was younger than us, actually, one grade younger than us, he was talking to her, and that's the girl that he was really after. And I was just so shocked by that. And I got so angry because the girl that he liked, she's really pretty. Like, I've seen pictures of her now and she's still so, so pretty. But I was so angry at the time because I was like, like, she's not even that great. Blah, blah, blah. What does she have that I don't? And it made me feel really insecure because... Obviously, like you see a pretty girl like that, and then you could look at yourself when your self-esteem is already shite. So I you look at yourself and you're like, I can't even compare. So I, I had this mixed emotion of being angry and being upset at the same time. So I didn't really know how to process it. And as a result, I wrote this long worded message on MSN and said said to Arnold, I was like, I know you've been talking to that girl. From the other grade or whatever. I know you've been talking to her and everything like that. So why didn't you just say so? And why did you lead me on like that and make me think that you liked me like that? Like I snapped you. I was so cheesed. And he just didn't care. He did not care in the slightest. And that's what I mean. Like these jerk faces, that's the type of people that they are. They don't care who they hurt. And they don't care about the other person's feelings. They only care about their own. And that's basically how Arnold was. He read what I wrote and was just like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that to you. Blah, 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 blah. Stupid excuse, stupid excuse. But I just really like her, not you. I remember that. I remember he said, I like her and not you. I'm sorry. (laughs) And the worst part of this is that he was in my homeroom class. So I still had to see him at all times because obviously like it gets a little bit easier in high school and university where you don't have to see the person all the time but like in elementary school and middle school you see them all the time so I had to see this kid at all times at all times he was also in my band class because I was taking band at that time I was playing the clarinet you know got my little squidward moment on but I had to see him at all times and I was so pissed because I knew that he was chasing after that other girl and not me. I was pissed and I was sad because I was like, you know, like, I wish I was as pretty as her or I wish I looked more like a girl. And actually, that's kind of what prompted me to start thinking about my own self-image and how that completely was just, like, that contributed to it. Like, I wouldn't say that that was the main cause of it because all in all, I just had horrible mental health at that time. But I didn't even know it because I, again, this these were foreign things to me, but... I re- <laughs> that was some sort of contribution to the fact that, like, I kept comparing myself to every single girl in my class, every single girl in my grade. I-, I couldn't even focus on all the things that I was doing at that time, like the sports that I was involved in and everything like that. Like, I couldn't even focus on that because I was just so, so upset about what I look like, or I was so obsessed with what I looked like and how I portrayed myself in front of people. But anyways, that story just makes me laugh because now, obviously, I don't care what people think. Like, if you like me, cool. If you don't like me, all right. Well, there's the next one. You can go and talk to them, you know? It's one of those things where you start to to think about the things that mattered to you then versus the things that matter to you now, and it's like... I I don't even I can't even recognize who that person is back then and I'm gonna give that same advice to you If you're dealing with a situation where you feel like this is the worst day of my life or this feels so horrible And I don't know how i'm gonna get over this Believe me my friend if they haven't told you or they haven't told you or if somebody hasn't told you I'm gonna tell you today. You'll get over it. You will or here's what it is, even if you don't get over it, you find a whole new meaning as to why certain things have happened to you in your life. Yes, you can still be upset about it. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that you're going to find that that situation is going to open your eyes in a different way when you go through something similar, or when you see somebody going through something similar, or when overall you're just reflecting on the things that have happened in your life, you completely shift your thinking in, Okay, what did, what did, what was I thinking at that time? And how have I learned from that? And how have I become a better person because of it? Before I end off this episode, I kind of just wanted to extend to the point where somebody might feel like they'll never be able to get over something. Whether it's a breakup, whether it's you and your friend not speaking to each other or something going on in your life that you feel like is going completely wrong. And I'm here to tell you as a girl who sat at her desk at work and cried over a breakup, and thought that she was never going to get over this person. I'm telling you, the simplest thing that you can do is give yourself some time and give yourself some space. I can guarantee you, if you even keep track of it, six months from now, okay? Six months from now, look at this very moment that you're in right now. And look at how far you've come. Or even look at the accomplishments that you've made. Even the little ones right there. That, those are the things that matter. And that's the end of the episode today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Once again, if you have any topics that you want me to cover, please do not hesitate to reach out to me and also share this episode or this podcast with your friends, please. Because, yo, I know y'all know me, but there's other people that might not know me and they might find something interesting about my life. I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, as always, Black Lives Matter, Indigenous Lives Matter, immigrant lives matter, and God loves you. (laughs)